Tell me, could you ever stoop so low? Smoking meth out of cans with a gigolo. I said, tell me, could you ever stoop so low? Smoking meth out of pop cans with a super sexy gigolo. How? How super sexy gigolo. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. It's a comedy podcast, a comedy podcast, a comedy. Whoa. Live from my car. Uh, this is the... Uh, comedy podcast yeah it's uh it's great it's a good time it's fun i'm your host james hammond and if you didn't know this podcast is all about laughter all about eliciting eliciting or getting making creating laughter i say stuff and hopefully the people listening laugh that's generally the whole point of this laughter i do believe is the medicine for every illness out there a hundred percent i will you can quote me on that it's great for you it gets your circulation moving you know uh, yeah, so a lot of good stuff there for people who, um, who might not laugh too regularly. This should, this should be diagnosed to people who don't laugh, you know, very stern people. You know, if you go to your doctor, like I'm too stern and I stern all the time. I, uh, nothing gets me chuckling and big. All right. I suggest the comedy podcast with James Hammond. He goes out of his way. He tries to make people laugh. Y'all crack my own voice just to get a chuckle. You know what I mean? Pretend like I'm going through puberty again. I'm all right. I'm all right with making, you got to self-deprecate yourself first before you go after other people. Anyway, uh, yeah, as well on the show, I will be trying to remember stuff. It's, uh, it's funny, uh, because you realize how like memories are tough, you know, like it's, it's not the easiest thing to, to navigate, right? Cause you're like, do I remember that? Or was that a story somebody told me, you know, about me? A lot of times people go, oh, yeah, I remember this. And it's like, no, you didn't. You were two months old. And, yeah, you just, you've heard the story a bunch and now you repeat it. Like, this is what I did. And it's like the one defining moment. Like, yeah, you you pulled a fork out of the cutlery drawer and then you stabbed your own diaper with it. That was just, it was amazing. It's just like, yeah, yeah, it was great. You know, it's just, oh, that's who I am now. I'm the, yeah, that's the one story from my, everyone has one story from their childhood. That's really it. But uh, yeah, so I'll be trying to remember stuff. I'll be going over some comedy jokes that I've been writing. I got some gigs coming up. Come check me out in, uh, where am I performing? I'm performing Tuesday in Oshawa, Wednesday in, no, I'm not doing that show anymore. Friday, someplace, uh, November 6th in Toronto, Com- Can- Cannabis Comedy Festival. It's great. Awesome stuff. So a lot of shows. I don't know. I, don't, I might not sound... I'm, I'm really tired. So if I didn't sound too excited about the shows, it wasn't because I'm not excited about them. But, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I get to do some comedy. It's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you got. You all better come to my show. Don't you hate those people who talk so uninterested in anything? It's like, yeah, what are you up to? Oh, you know, just uh, going to school to become an engineer. It's like, really? You sound bored as fuck. You should probably switch your profession, right? Because I'm sure there's a lot of cool things engineers can do, you know, build bridges. Maybe you should have a passion for bridge building before you hop into school for engineering. Like, if you drink under bridges your entire life, you've just drank under bridges. I've loved to drink. I should have probably been an engineer, you know? Because it's a perfect spot to drink and not get wet when it's raining. Let's be real. You know, you want to go for a little walk, have a tall can... You come across a bridge, boom, perfect spot. There's a lot of cool alcoves and crevices, graffiti art usually, a couple other people drinking, usually more degenerate than yourself, so you feel okay about where you are in life. You're like, ah, I was looking for work all morning, and these guys are like, ah, we stopped looking for work 15 years ago. 
We just come to the bridge and drink now. You're like, ah, I like this. I like these folks. What's your name? It's like, uh, we forgot. <laughs> we drank so much, we forgot our names. They just call me, they call me what I drink now. I'm Tall Ken. That's whiskey. And uh, over there is pissed. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, good God. Yeah, that's, um, yeah. Drinking so much, you forget your name. Could that happen? If you know anyone that's happened to, let me know. Because I'd really love to find out. Um, but yeah. So yeah, on the show, we are big me, myself. I'm a big promoter of smoking weed. I think it's great. It's a cure for almost everything. There's laughter and then weed. You combine those two, you're going to be living to your like 90. I swear to God. So anyway, let's uh, get a little bit of uh, ganja coals into us. All right. You know, you don't even have to smoke weed. Just partake in your vice at this point. You know, whenever I smoke, you you do your thing. You can be injecting heroin. You can be addicted to vaccines. Like, I just love vaccines. I've gone in 17 times. I just, I can't help it, you know? You know, uh, but turns out, uh, who are the worst people? You know, I was thinking about that. Who are the worst people? And we got Hitler. All right. Worst people ever to, to exist. Pol Pot. You know, he was pretty bad. Stalin. You know, Hitler, Pol Pot, Stalin, for sure, are some of the worst people to exist. So we got Hitler, Pol Pot, Stalin, um, and people who go outside during COVID-19, right? That's pretty much it. Without a mask on, you know, those, that, in that order, you know? So remember when the tiger caught COVID? I don't know, about year, like year, a year and a half ago? You heard about the tiger? Tiger in a zoo catching COVID. You're just like, Jesus Christ, who cares about fucking tigers? We've hunted them to extinction. We've literally hunted most tigers down, wiped them off the face of the planet, and now we're worried if they caught a fucking cold, right? We're worried if they caught a human disease. Like, oh, but I, they're in a zoo. It's like, you know, the fact that tigers in, in the zoo means it's being held captive against its will, right? That's like caring about the inmates at a jail, like the, the rapist at a jail, if they catch COVID, I don't know. I just don't, it's like, I don't know. Actually, it's not the same because we didn't like take away the, we didn't hunt rapists to extinction like we did the tigers. Maybe we should have done that instead, right? Replace uh, tigers with uh, rape. We got to, we, we got to start um, myths, right? Because the reason tigers and rhinos and hippos and all these things with tusks, a lot of tusked animals get hunted into a near extinction is because people think that if they grind their tusks up and eat it, it will make their dick grow big, right? Like it's big in a rhino tusk, rhino horn in uh, China. You can get a, You pay a lot of money for it. It's like, yeah, yeah, my, my, it's going to, it's going to, and it probably works. Who knows? You know, the placebo thought of it itself is be like, yeah, I'm sniffing rhino horn. This has to be doing something. Cause why the hell did I spend 20 grand on rhino horn? If, uh, if it's not working, right? But we got to start new myths, right? Like, all right, uh, you know, like get, get uh, the things we want erased. You know, like uh, convince people that that's what gives them boners, you know? Yeah, you know, uh, people who don't use their turn signal, if you grind them up, sniff them, you're going to get a huge bone, right? Boom. All of a sudden, hey, traffic's cleared up a bit. You know, you're like, hey, this worked out pretty good. All of a sudden, everyone's using their turn signals, you know, but who knows? Yes. Yeah. I mean, like anyone who doesn't use their turn signal, well, if you sniff them up or inject them or smoke them, however you're going to do it, it will. In fact, it's a aphrodisiac. It's going to give you a, a, a sweet boner. 
You know, so uh, that's one. What's another thing we could do? Uh, who are people that kind of bother me? Um, do, 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 do. But, you know, people who drive by your house and just kind of park there and then uh, don't do anything, you know? I hate when that happens. Cars just pull up in front of your house and they stay there, make you think it's the cops. Is it just, that's just me sounding paranoid? But I, every time a car pulls in front of my place and just sits there, I go, ah, oh, it's the cops, right? Who are these people? And then they just drive away like 20 minutes later, like, you're like, God, I thought I was going to get flashbanged, have the SWAT team in here. I'm not doing anything illegal. I just, I'm, I got PTSD from the police. So those people, uh, we should convince poachers that, uh, yeah, uh, those guys, uh, if you sniff them up, it's going to, yeah, it gives you big bones, big bones. And it all has to be for the dick, right? That's what it's all, we, we've, this hunting animals into extinction to increase our, our penis longevity, right? That's where we're at, you know, and the world's pretty popular. We got a lot of people. We can't just stop fucking. We're like, nah, we got to keep going. In fact, we got to find ways to keep going longer and harder. You know? It's the only way. Couldn't you just uh, do some jumping jacks? Eat a pomegranate? Do you have to Do you have to grind up a rhino tusk? <laughs> or maybe they just, like, get the tusk and, like, pretend that's their penis, right? They just attach it themselves. That's my penis. I got a rhino tusk. It's like, no, it's like... I hate to break it to you, buddy. That's not your dick. That's a rhino tusk. Oh, you know, damn it. Everyone knows. Yeah, we can tell the difference. You're in the showers, the gym. You know, you'll be standing there. You're going to notice the person with a rhino tusk is a dick. For sure. Right? I'll be like, that's weird. Why do they have a rhino tusk? It must be like, I hope nobody notices the tusk. Come on, man. I paid good money for the surgery. The rhino. I don't know what they do with it. But either way, it's a, it's a complicated process. I don't suggest doing it. Anyway. Uh, tigers with COVID. It's, it's just funny. We got worked up about that. Meanwhile, the third world is just, you know, dropping dead from tons of other shit. You know, probably COVID too, but famine, starvation, AIDS, Ebola, the plague in some places, right? And we're like, but the tigers in the zoo are getting sick. We got to do something about it. We have to do something about the tigers. Won't someone think of it? It's like, geez, until... Why don't we kill the tiger and send the meat to a country that needs to eat some fucking, that needs some protein, you know? I'm sure there's a lot of, I, I, I hate to sound insensitive. I don't want to, actually, I don't hate to sound insensitive. I, I'm not, I don't really think I'm being insensitive. I, I think it's okay to kill a tiger and eat it if you have to, right? And there's people starving in this world and we're worried. And we got pets. We got fucking cats. You know, we should just, all through, for one year, every person, just get rid of your cat. It'll come back, you know, and it will live. It'll eat mice. When I don't feed my cat, like, right at the time it wants food, it goes and kills a mouse. It goes, ah, fuck it. And then it takes a couple bites, leaves it at the front, like, see? I don't need you guys. Please give me food. Like, it's, I don't know what it is. It's like a trophy for me. It's a present. I don't think my cat is actually giving me a present. It doesn't seem nice, you know? It's like, yeah. Maybe ask me what I want. You know, I'd go for pretty much anything but a... A dead rodent. You know, any anything over a dead rodent. Shows my cat doesn't know anything about my personality. Kind of hurts. Hurts a little on the inside. You go, why, cat? Why don't you know me better? Have we not bonded over these past years? You think I like dead rodents. Do you ever see me just sitting at home eating a dead rodent? No. No, you don't. You don't notice. You don't, you don't notice that, do you? Because that never happens. But for some reason, every, every day when you want to garnish my glory or attention. I don't know. I, I, I think I, I don't do this purposely, but I think I terrorize my cat just walking through my house, 
terrorizes the cat. I'll be walking. All of a sudden, I'll hear. I'll get hissed at. You know, ah! like he's just been kicked. At some point in this cat's past, feet have not done him well. You know, he they they went to town on him, and he is not forgetting. But he doesn't attack me. He just hisses, right? Which is even sadder because you go, oh, "Come on, buddy, at least give me a fucking bite." You know. Give me a little chomp steady. A little chomp steady romp on my thigh. You know, don't fucking give up so easily. I hate to see the, the, the wild beating out of animals. You know, come on. Every time I hear about a dog that mauls somebody, it's horrible. You know, and if they're kids, it's always bad. Because you go, come on. But other times you go, yeah, okay. They're still wild. They still got it, right? And what do we do when a dog shows that they're a little bit wild? We put them down. We go, nope, you cannot be a little bit wild. Nope, not you. You can't go chomp steady on people's faces. He's not allowed to, all right? I know you were born to do it. Dogs are just born to eat faces. No, we've beaten it out of it. Cats, they still have it. They still have it. You know, it's because I guess a cat, somehow it can maul someone and it's just not as bad. Like, you never hear about cats mauling paper girls or paper boys or anyone, really, because it never makes the paper, right? When a dog mauls someone, the video's on the news the next day, it's circulating on the internet. There's very few cat attack videos, but it happens, for sure. But it's just like, ah, cat! It scares you, right? You get startled by cats. Generally, what happens is you'll be walking, and then you'll see a cat, and you'll scare yourself. Like, you'll realize there's just a cat in your presence, and you didn't know that. Right? You'll be like, ah, geez, a cat. Holy fuck, I didn't see that thing. Oh, wow. Whew. Thank God it wasn't anything else, right? And then you keep moving on with your day, right? But cats, you just, they're just there for, to, for us to scare ourselves off, I think. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, folks. I think I'm going to smoke some more weed. Yeah, i got to straighten myself out for this memory part. Gotta go chomp steady. Chomp steady? It's a fun word to say. Say chomp steady three times and try not smiling. Chomp? What does it even mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's get to another joke here, folks. Uh, nope. Uh, this is some stupid raps. Uh, st- Captain. Okay. Uh, you know what? I don't even know what the hell I'm gonna do. Whatever. I'll just fucking we'll spitball it, eh? So, uh, yeah, I live in a house with uh, my Polish girlfriend, Martina. She's a great one. We're common law, common law now. Yeah, she's great, and uh, on most most days, she's great. You know, uh, you know, most times. But uh, today, had a lot of Polish people over, and. Uh, I don't know if other people do this, of other ethnicities, but when you're talking, say, you know, there's like three people talking. The second that we were, the second I'd finish saying what I was saying, pretty much a whole new conversation would just start in Polish, right beside me, right? And I was like, what the fuck? I'm right here. And you know what? Here's the thing. I understand that people can't speak the language I speak. You got to talk, you know, but if you can speak a couple different languages and you could speak English and you choose not. I'm like, come on, you're just being a dick now, aren't you? 
Aren't you just choosing to exclude me? Isn't that a dick move? And it's like, I guess not. I, I mean, I can't really complain about it, but I can't help but feel. Well, I just want to. I just want. want to learn perfect Polish out of spite, just so I can come in there with like. Korva, impreza, cześć, jasmaś, this fucking boom. Annihilate the convo, and they'd be like, "Wow," you know. But I'm too lazy to do it. I'll just think about doing it, you know, because doing it's really hard. Learning a language, dear God, I, I thought about learning French today. I was sitting on my couch. I was like, ah. What am I gonna do with my life? I'm like, I should probably learn French, make make it make life better, you know. Better chance at a good, decent government job. You know, completely. Once my soul's completely shattered, and I go, yeah, I'll get a government job. You know, I'll go out, go out there, wear the suit and tie. Better be able to speak French. You know, and I was like, yeah, I'll be good. I was remembering the ills and the l's and the illy l's. And I was like, ah, I'm famous. Started going, nope, no, 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 no. Go stick to, just go write poetry in English, all right? That's what, every time I think about speaking French, I just end up writing haikus in English. And uh, this is as far as uh, another language I'm getting. It's just haikus. You know, in, in English, though. So it's not another language. <laughs> but it's almost there, you know? Remember haikus? Oh, God, those were fun, were they not? You know, a haiku. I wonder if there's ever a guy named Koo who gets a career probably every day. Hi, Koo. It's <laughs> uh, a good one. He's like, fuck off. Stop calling me. I change, I'm going to legally change my name. I'm going to legally, legally change my name. I'm gonna, how, can, you, can you illegally change your name? That's the thing. I don't know. You just change your name. Yeah, you know what? Don't call me James anymore. Call me Rad McKenzie. Rad. Radsicle. First name's Radzical, last name McKenzicals, but I, for short, call me Rad McKenzie. They're like, all right, we're, I guess we'll call you that. You know, a couple people start calling you Rad, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, one day, knock, knock, knock on the door. Boom! Flashbang. It's the fucking cops. You're under arrest. Why? What's going on? Illegal name change. You know? Like, I didn't know. Boom! They just start beating the shit out of you because they're lazy and they're they're bored. Nothing better to do. So I just pummel someone or like, you made us use a flashbang. That's a lot of money from the department. Ah, and, you know, they go to town on you. All because you illegally changed your name. Does that happen? The illegal name change. Yeah, that's, that's why the government's bullshit. It's your name. It's my own name. I, uh, I should be able what I'm to be. I should be able to change what I'm called anytime I want. You know, I'm, it's me as a person, right? Or at least as long as, like, maybe, as long as my parents are alive, I guess maybe they should have a say in the matter, right? They're like, we named you James, and until we die, you cannot. But as soon as your parents are dead, you can actually uh, change your name just on your own, right? That'd be fair, I think. But no, you got to get the government involved. Can I just call myself something different? Yeah, but the government has to be involved. You got to pay a $270 service charge to change your name to who? That money should go to me. I'm the one changing my name, right? I did all the work. I came up with the name and then I changed it, right? But no, you got to go to the government and pay money. You got to pay money to legally change your name. It's insane. It's really nice. It just shows you how fucked up bureaucracy is, right? You know, that's the problem. You follow rules too much. When rules take over in society, you know, take over family unit, take over religious shit, they take over whole entire moral 
compass almost, right? Bureaucracy, right? You got to look at it from, and sometimes you can actually just get so, you know, you're so following the rules that you're not even being moral. You know, like, well, I'm just following the legal rules that have been written out before me. I'm re- I read the law books and I know what I'm doing. You know, but is it moral? Do we ever stop and think? Oh, oh. sure, guys. I said, uh, I was turning into John F. Kennedy there for a second. I was, ah, the morals of society. We need to stand by, stand firm, stand tall and true. And true. Thank you. We are opposed around the globe by a monolithic and ruthless force. No, I could. Uh, okay, it's gone. I, I was, I was just possessed by the ghost of John F. Kennedy there for a second. Wow, third time that's happened this week. <laughs> Crazy world we live in. Is it not? Is it not? <laughs> oh no! I smoke. I lost my cigarette. That's never good. It's your only one, too. You're like, oh, man, come on. I'm not even smoking that much. You can hear how much I'm looking for. It's just me moving around in the car. This way, that. That way, and this. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to illegally, illegally change my name to Cigarette. Hey, call me Cigarette now. Huh? Is that a good joke? Ah, where's my smoke? I can't think of anything as long as I'm looking for it. slip into a crowd. I see remnants of it. Wow, this could be a, a new movie. Me who's looking for a cigarette. Be a shitty movie. Alright, alright. Here we go. I gotta do it. Yeah, the car. Looks like. Okay. Do, do, do. Technical difficulties, folks. Oh, well, whatever. Hmm. Damn it. I cannot find it for the life of me. Well, it's probably better for my life and me if I don't find it, but... God, it's going to bother me. Mainly, just it's like I don't like losing stuff. Now it's a competition with myself to be like, all right, how dumb am I really? Losing stuff sucks, like, right? Like how much stuff, that's solely has to be a, a byproduct of capitalism, right? Just losing stuff all the time. It's like, why do we lose so much stuff? Because we have so much stuff. We had like 10 things, we'd never lose it. I got my knife, I got my uh, dog whistle, I got my uh, bologna sandwich container, I got my bologna sandwich, I got a... Uh, my markers. <laughs> I got my uh, sniper rifle, of course. I got my list of people who I'm going to shoot with my sniper rifle. And I got a, a packet of uh, birthday balloons as well as uh, as well as well a maple fritter. Yeah, it's, it's like an apple fritter with a maple glaze on it. It's, uh, those are 10 things, right? And if that's all we ever had, just tell those exact 10 things or whatever the 10 things were. I don't even know if that was 10. But, you know, we'd keep track of it more. We'd respect it more. But we get so much stuff. See my kid. My kid has so many toys. I was against it. I didn't want to get her so many toys. But my wife, she's like, well, we'll just do it anyway because I don't care what you think. Right? You know, I'm the mom. Right? And she's fucking got her all the toys in the world. You know? And then eventually I hop on the train here too. I see something cool. I think it's good to have some toys, but eventually 
there's so much stuff there that she's not even using any of it. And you're like, what's the point of having any of this around? It's just, it's clutter. It's just fucking, she forgets she has it. She sees something she hasn't seen. We go to get rid of something that she hasn't seen in like eight months. And she's like, no, mine, mine. And you're like, oh God, are you like, is she a hoarder? I don't know. I think my, I might, I might be raising a hoarder baby. Or at least that's what give, giving kids all these possessions and toys does. Like when I was a kid, I, had, I didn't have many toys. Yeah. I think mainly because my parents thought that they gave me nightmares. They're like, nah, you can't have toys. They're going to gonna give you crazy dreams. And I had a lot of crazy dreams and nightmares. But I don't think it was because of the toys. It's probably got like the evil eye from a gypsy or some shit. Fucking couldn't, couldn't shake it. Yeah. But who knows? Still looking for that cigarette. It's bothering me. All right, lights are going back on. Where, oh, where could my cigarette be? The Lord took it away from me. I need a smoke now so I can get her. So I can let them be bong, bong, bing, bong, bong, bong. All right, that's enough. Are we done? Are we done making... St- Stupid songs about looking for cigarettes? No, never. I'll never be done making stupid songs about cigarettes. All right, what do I remember? Uh, let's get into that part of the show. Grade three. Grade three, what do I remember? That's what I'm going for right now. Okay, so. Grade three. I started off grade three in Montreal. But I remember moving instantly, right? We moved. In like October or September of of that year, and I ended up to, in Guelph, Ontario. And this is where a lot of my memories kick in. Like I can remember almost a lot of I can remember a lot of stuff from like grade three onwards. Grade two, there was some good stuff too, but grade three, yeah, it just kind of you start forming stuff. I remember I got hit by my first car pretty badly. Uh, in grade three in Guelph. I just moved to Guelph and I was biking to school. I had gotten a bike and I was biking to school. It was great. And I remember I was biking up this hill and I was going like into the oncoming traffic, which looking back is pretty stupid, right? I was like, oh, it makes sense why I was hit by so many cars. I did not navigate traffic correctly, right? I also didn't seem scared of it. So I was coming up this hill in Guelph, Ontario, what was it? Woolwich Street. And from Ann Street, going to Victory School. And I remember this car came flying out of the driveway. This guy hits me. I fly off my bike. I hit the ground. I start crying. He's like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm fucking late for work. Oh no, I can't deal with this. And I was like, I just remember thinking like, Late for work? Like, you just hit me with a... What an asshole. Right? Like, what a jerk. This guy cares more about being late for work. He's like, hey, here's my phone number. If you're hurt, like, just give me a call and we'll figure everything out. And I'm like, what is this? Are you a miracle worker? Is that guy... Oh, we'll figure it out. If you got a broken femur, just give me a call. We'll figure it all out. Oh, really? Well, thanks so much. What's your name? Oh, I'm Jesus Christ. Yes, I now live here in this house here and I accidentally hit you with my car. Why don't you fly to work then? Oh, yeah, I like the Beamer. It's nice. It's a good ride. But, yeah, this guy hit me, and uh, I was fine, but I had a huge, 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 huge bruise on my thigh, like a massive bruise. 
on my thigh. It's like the size of my whole thigh. It's from like my knee all the way up to my groin. I was like, what the f- I've never had a bruise that big. That's covered that large of a, of a surface. Large surface bruise, you know? And I went to school and like, I remember I told some kid I got hit by a car and they're like, no, you didn't. You're a liar. And I'm just like, oh yeah. And I showed him the bruise and he was like, Ugh! and he started like vomiting. I'm like, what? A- <laughs> I forget the kid's name, but you know, I remember he, uh, yeah, got a weak stomach looking at my, looking at my bruised thigh. But yes, so, oh, it sounds like I'm about to fall asleep in the middle of the podcast. Not again. All right, but um, I remember, this is funny, I'm, when I came to Guelph, Ontario, I went to Victory School, and I was on the playground playing at, like, the first recess I had, by myself. I had no friends yet, All right, and... um. I had a really sweet Florida Panthers hat. I remember I was a Montreal Canadiens fan, but I had a, I liked the Florida Panthers sim- symbol. It was a nice symbol. And I was like, this is great, right? So I, I had the hat and a shirt, I'm pretty sure. And uh, anyway, these kids, they thought I was from Florida. And a bunch of kids in gray too. They swore me on the playground. I escaped a bunch of them. I threw a couple away. Then I got to the top of the playground. They were coming from all angles and I just jumped from the very top. They were like, oh, they all freaked out when I jumped because they hit the ground. I just lied there because I winded myself. And, you know, the, the, the school bell pretty much rang right when I hit the ground. So no one really could hear the sound of me winding myself. But it was a brutal jump. This is a picture of the top of a playground, full out belly flop to the pebbles below. It was a good time. And, uh, yeah, these kids, they beat me up, though. And I remember I was pissed about it, but I ended up becoming friends with this guy, Steve. I forget his last name. Just Pearsons or something? Steve, he's a nice guy. He knew karate. He showed me a couple moves. And then, like, a month or two later, he was like, hey, man, what are you going to do here? I'm like, oh, I kind of want to get back at those kids from beating, beating me up on the first day. And he's like, all right, let's get some ski masks. So, like, me, him, a couple other kids got ski masks, you know, the kinds that you pull over your face, right? The old ski mask with the two holes. It's like someone has just got, got cheap making a mask. Ah, we'll give you two eye holes. Who needs to breathe when they can see, right? Yeah, I guess it's to keep your face warm, but I always prefer mine with the holes. So, but they had just the ones with the, the, the eye holes. And, and the mouth spot, too, on some of them, but not all of them. They built it in. It was like... like, like uh. Anyway, these kids were playing basketball in the schoolyard. Me and the Steve guy and someone else, we ran down this hill. There was four of us, and we just like swarmed through, windmilling and kicking and punching all of them. And then we chased this one guy down, and we're like, "He's like, why are you doing this?" And we're like, "You know why? Don't do it again. Don't bully people." And I was like, "He's like, Whoa. yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> I guess not funny, but righteous, you know. That was a so that's a good memory from grade three. You know, maybe I'll continue this next week too because I almost sounds like I'm about to pass out. I don't want to fall asleep." Mid potty, you know, fall asleep mid potty. Yeah, my kid don't want my kid to do that either. Anyway, all right, thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening. I hope you had a laugh. Hope you had a chuckle. Hopefully, you remembered something. Try thinking back to grade three for yourself. What do you remember? Anyway, also, uh, yeah, so this has been the comedy podcast. Enjoy your night. Remember, if you want to book me for a stand up comedy show, hit me up at James Hammond Comedy at hotmail.com. That's J-A-M-E-S-H-A-M-M-O-N-D. Comedy, C-O-M, 
edy at hotmail.com. And yeah, I'll do some shows for you. Or a show. Or yeah, yeah and then another one later. It's going to be great. But uh, yeah, folks, it might not have been the moment you were waiting for, but it was, in fact, the moment. This is me about to pass out. I'm tired of shit. Much love and blessings. Take care. She call me back. Okay. <sighs>